Welcome to the Happy Holy Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, a doctor of traditional naturopathy and certified brain health professional. Now, those of you that know Happy Holy You, you know that we are all about health and well-being, and we combine all the physical aspects, nutritional aspects, as well as the energetic and emotional aspects to well-being. So on this podcast, you guys, you are going to get a variety of information with different topics that can range from brain health all the way to how your energy field impacts your overall health and well-being. Now, let me remind you that we are not giving medical advice on this podcast, and these are just our personal experiences and information that we are sharing. If you do have any physical or any mental challenges going on in your life, we highly recommend that you seek a medical professional that you have a strong relationship with. All right, you guys, we are going to get started. So here we go. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Happy Who You Podcast. And today we are talking about mental health because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I'm going to touch on some things that you guys have heard me talk about before, but just bringing these to your attention as reminders and reminding you that, you know, our brain is only about 3% of our whole body, yet it utilizes upwards to 20% of all the nutrients and all the oxygen that we take in. So our brain is an energy sucker. And according to the CDC, one in five adults will live with mental illness. And and in their lifetime, and over one in five teens age 13 to 18 currently or at some point will have a serious debilitating mental health illness. And one in 25 adults live with a serious mental health illness such as schizophrenia, depression, or major depressive disorder. So we got to take care of that brain, you guys. There's a lot going on between those ears. And we've talked about in the past when we talked about digestion that 95% of serotonin is produced in our GI tract. And our GI tract is just lined with millions of nerve cells. So your gut doesn't just digest food for you. It also is going to guide your emotions and impact how your brain is functioning. So with our gut producing those neurotransmitters of serotonin, this is greatly influenced by those good little gut bacteria that we call our microbiome. So it's very important that we take care of our gut health because those microbiome protect our gut lining. And like I say, said it before, I'll say it again, we are all mental and that is why good health matters. And I'm going to share with you some studies that were done. And I mean, the results of these studies are just, I mean, it's crazy. So there was a study done comparing the Mediterranean diet, Japanese diet to the Western diet. And it showed that the risk of depression rose 25 to 35% greater in those that ate the Western diet. So our diet that we have in the United States is absolutely debilitating and it is horrible. And this is a diet that is happening at our schools and it's just crazy. So the one thing we can control is what we have in our homes and what we're feeding our children and ourselves. And so just know if you're not feeling right, you're feeling low mood, feeling anxious, having some mental health challenges, the first place that would be ideal for you to look is at your diet. What are you eating? How are you digesting your food? And then there's another study that actually compared, well, it's really these two diets are backed quote unquote by science, which I just find it funny. It's like eating real food 
I mean, I think that that should be backed by science. Eating real, real food is, I mean, that should be our own science experiment that will prove that we will all feel better, have better mental clarity when we're eating real food. But I guess we have to have studies to prove this to for some people. So they're more likely to eat those diets. So there's two diets that are actually backed by science, the Mediterranean diet and what is called the DASH diet. The dietary approaches to stop hypertension is what DASH stands for. So it's similar to the Mediterranean diet, but it caps your sodium intake by at 1500 milligrams per day. And so the Mediterranean diet is really seafood, fruits, veggies, olive oils, nuts, seeds, legumes, and then limiting, having very limited amount of red meats, dairy, eggs, and poultry. And so when you combine the Mediterranean and the DASH diet, they call it the MIND diet, the M-I-N-D diet. And there was a 2015 study that followed 900 men and women. They were ages 58 to 98. And on average, they followed these individuals for four and a half years, assessing their diets. And the participants that followed the MIND diet, the M-I-N-D diet, closely actually showed a reduction in Alzheimer's and dementia by 53%. And then those that followed the diet, and they said, quote unquote, reasonably, so I'm not sure exactly what reasonably means, but I'm guessing I'm going to put my own two cents in there and say it's probably that 80-20 rule, right? That's how I live my life. 80% of the time I'm eating really healthy. And then maybe 20% of the time I'm, you know, we get Friday night pizza or, you know, we may pick something up that's not necessarily the healthiest option but try to make a few changes on that option to make it a little bit healthier, but that 80-20 rule. But they reduced their risk of Alzheimer's and dementia by 35%. So needless to say that eating a diet of fruits and veggies, olive oils, nuts, seeds, legumes, seafood, limiting your red meat, dairy, eggs, and poultry, for some people, this seems to be very, very successful for them. And, you know, we all have a different biochemical makeup. I call it bioindividuality. So, you know, eggs for one person may make them inflamed. Eggs to another person, they may feel fine. Nuts like almonds may be good for one person and almonds to somebody else makes them feel tired or bloated. So I always say you have to experiment with yourself. We all have a good rule of thumb of what's healthy, what's unhealthy, but then taking it a step further to get those foods in your body and then check in with yourself and see how you feel. When I work with clients and I test for food sensitivities it is interesting because some people are sensitive to walnuts. Some people are sensitive to Brazil nuts or to eggs, dairy, you know, wheat, different things like that. And then there's other clients I have that it really doesn't bother them if they have some dairy in their diet. So again, finding out what impacts you. And if you, this is a good little uh, test you could do. If you say there's something, say nuts, for example, because I can't tell you how many women I see that are eating nuts, granola bars, or trail mix, or things like that, and they think they're being healthy, and then when I do my assessment on them, I'm like, you are sensitive to nuts. I would take out nuts from your diet. Just take them out for, you know, a couple weeks, and then we can add them back in, and their eyes just get so big. So, say nuts is your thing, I would recommend, and I call this a science experiment because none of us want to be on a diet, but take the nuts out of your food intake for about two weeks, 14 days. 
And on that 14th day, I want you to weigh yourself every morning for those 14 days that you're taking the nuts out. Now, day 15, add a handful of nuts back in your diet. And then the next day, weigh yourself. If your weight goes up a half a pound or more, I tie that into an inflammatory response. So there is probably a higher probability that you are sensitive and it's causing an inflammatory response in your body to those nuts. So that's the experiment. If you want to try it, you can do that with eggs. You can do that with dairy. I had to do that with, I used to eat this dried fruit and I know there's a lot of, oh, don't eat dried fruit. There's people that say don't eat it. There's people that say eat it. But the dried fruit specifically that was impacting me was mangoes. I love dried mangoes. And I actually realized that when I was eating dried mangoes, my joints would bother me more. And so I would cut those out and then I would weigh myself, did the whole thing. And I'm sad to say that dried mangoes are not something that my body really likes even though my taste buds say yes give me more okay you guys so for the month of may i'm giving you this challenge and the challenge to you is and i call this the added method we're going to add two things into our diet for the month of may every single day if possible for you i want you to either add in one apple or one pear each day and then those are your fruit and your vegetables you're going to add in one organic celery stick or one piece of broccoli so that is your challenge so one apple or one pear and one celery stick or one piece of broccoli. So you have your fruit and your veggie you're adding in every day for the month of May. Again, adding in the good to crowd out the bad. And I will be back with some more fun information about brain health during May Mental Health Awareness Month. See you next time. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.